0: When he ran to me He took me in his arms, my head to his chest, said, my son's come home a- We believe the word of God has come through to you Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama Behind the Confidence Eating Place This every Sunday at 9.30am And 6pm every Tuesday Stay blessed Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. It's amazing how you can control one man with an automatic, digital, uh, master control piece. And uh, one may ask, who is who? What is guiding us? Who is keeping us? Uh, may you be controlled by the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! Well, this morning, this beautiful Sunday morning, I'm so happy to be here once again for us to share fellowship um this is what we have and by the grace of god we will be happy in the things that god has given us let us bow our heads and share with our prayer father thank you so very very much for every opportunity every occasion every time we come together like this into your presence thank you that you are doing something new every day bible says your mercies they are new every morning and even though we are in these days we still walk in the new mercy you provide thank you that's because of your grace and mercy we are here keep us oh Lord keep us in all that we do thank you so very 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 much in Jesus name and all the saints that amen well this morning um we are entering the month of May this is the fifth month of the year amazingly the year is almost nearing the halfway though we have been in a kind of suspended animation we are entering gradually time is still going and we are entering the halfway mark and um it's it is it is wonderful to see what god is doing but the good thing about May is that it's our founder's birthday month so this month prepare yourself that we can honor our prophet he's a great man i mean he has led us into great 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 things many churches are not as prepared for this uh, season as we are many churches many people are struggling uh, because they they couldn't foresee bible says the wise man foresees the danger and hides himself many could not foresee the issues that were coming even as the mention of the of the virus and the spread of it but thank God for our prophets who has led us powerfully. I'm, I'm sure many of us would not be where we were by ourselves. It is his wisdom, his words that has transformed many people. And um, you will find Lighthouse, uh, UD, um, Lighthouse, Anakazo Assemblies, Mega Church, all the various denominations, you will find in them many, many ordinary boys and girls who have become pastors, who have now become people who are preaching the Word of God, who by themselves would never, never, never have even thought about it. And that is the mystery of um, our prophet, how he's able to turn many, many ordinary men into pastors. And today, meet you, uh, a pharmacist, I uh, have become, what you say, a pastor and a bishop. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you too, you can become a worker in the house of the Lord. This morning, I want to start a series that is going to be very helpful to you. It will do two things. It will explain the times we are in and guide you in these very same times. So be with me as we enter this season. And I'll be preaching on the the. Um, what I call the underground church or the online church um, both titles can't work they, uh, they, they all have a partial explanation of what I'm preaching about the underground church or the online church uh, actually the underground church is the title it is the church that cannot be seen um, Uh, in 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 buildings in buildings you see the substructure the substructure is what is below the foundation and the superstructure is what is above the building and very often when we talk about buildings we talk about what we can see the superstructure well this time we are going down underground we are going to what cannot be seen and the church that we have in these days um it it cannot be seen it's no longer visible Uh, it's been scattered from one or two cathedrals and meeting places into into many many little rooms and homes all over the country everywhere we go it has been um kind of very unsettling It has been very disturbing for some people that suddenly your whole world has been scattered but you know um, as a believer as Christians there is something that should be always with you that God is doing something Um, there's something which we should never lose sight of first Samuel chapter 3 and verse 18 if you remember When uh, Samuel, God called Samuel in the night and spoke to him in the morning, Eli asked him, What did God tell you? And God told him, He said, Tell me everything that God said. And and Samuel told Eli what God had said about judging his family. And Eli said these words "Um, It is the Lord, let him do what seemeth good, what seemeth him good. Some uh, Eli just Surrounded himself entirely to the will of God, let God do what He thinks is good, and that is the attitude we must have. That God is working in our times, and let God do what seems good to Him. That is why Romans 8:28 is a very key scripture. That all things work together for our good. If God is doing what seems good, then it is working for our good. And that is why you as a believer should not be discouraged or depressed or down. Be encouraged. I didn't hear an amen. Be encouraged very, very much in these days. Do not uh, lose heart and lose hope. Do not think that there is no, there is nothing. I mean, we are at a loss and we are down and we are uh, forsaken. No, no. God is doing something in our time. Um, he's drawing. I, I, I saw a, a taxi. And on the back of the taxi, they had written, um, uh, people, people would not remember God except for the coronavirus. And, it is, and it's, yeah, it, it's true. People, this virus has made many people think about God and bring God into their minds. And, and that is why I think it's a very important development that we have we have but this morning i am preaching about the um, underground church the church has been scattered it's been scattered and over the whole world but it exists it is actually in my opinion actually stronger than it, it was and that is why i want us to look at the foundation the underground church that cannot be seen What is no longer visible. There's no longer a church meeting in a place. But the church is still there. So the church that is still there now is the underground church. It has gone underground. And it is working and thriving in that place. Um, The foundation of a building is maybe the most important part of the building. I remember a neighbor, I once had, his building had a fort with the foundation, I tell you, the cracks that developed in the walls every six months or so, he would be having to plaster the cracks every six months. Then one day, when I came, I saw a bulldozer, he pulled down the whole house. I mean, he pulled down the whole house, but do you know what he did? He built again on the foundation. You know what happened, the cracks came back. And after a few years, I saw that same building. They were patching it again. Because the same foundation. So the foundation determines very, very much the strength of the building. Matthew 7. Whosoever hears these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house on a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not because it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that hears these things of mine and doeth them not, you know, something, uh, verse 26, highlight it, we'll come back to it. Everyone that hears these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Upon the sand means no foundation, because sand is common everywhere. there's no rock, there's no uh, reinforced, concrete, iron rods, there's nothing, just on the sand as it is. And the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. When the foundation is not good, the house is doomed to fail. Now, when it comes to the church, the foundation of the church is, is us. We, we are the church, the building. So the people are the foundation of the structure. And, and what is inside you is what is really supporting you and keeping you. So um, your, your heart, the, the workings of your heart and your mind are what sustain you and support you that is the foundation of your life now this morning what is the importance of the underground church the church that is scattered what is why is it important or significant i'll tell you and it's probably something you haven't thought about now there is no church services there is no church building there's no meeting or gathering of people um we are alone you are alone in your area and where you live what it means is that the real you is being revealed now that's right the real you so now every member is by himself and he is in a place where there is no Body watching over you you are by yourself who you really are is is showing it. Um, in the underground church there's no applause even as I'm preaching and I say amen I don't hear an amen when I say put your hands together I'm saying it but I don't hear any applause in the in this church just a few minutes ago Priscilla was singing beautifully The dancers came to dance. There was no clapping. Normally, I could hear my people shouting and screaming in the church. This time, nothing. No applause, no recognition, nothing. You see, in the underground church, every human recognition is removed. You are now left alone with God. In fact, even as I'm here and I'm speaking into this camera, I, I, deep in my heart... (laughs) Deep in my heart, I am praying. Do you know what I'm praying? I'm praying that somebody will watch, because in this in this church now, you see, formerly in my church, I had people, thousands of people, watching me every Sunday gathering, and then uh, with yeah, I, I could get their eye contact. Now I don't have anybody, so all that I'm doing now, I am doing it, thinking, hoping, praying. That somebody is there, and there's no longer any great confidence. So, in, in, in the underground church, there's no person any longer there who is uh, um, a, a sure audience. What it means is that truly we are working for God. That's what it means. We are truly working for God because as of now, nobody sees us. Nobody. We are not sure any longer that it is it is us and it what it means is that now it is only two people at in, in this discussion me and god that's all we have just two people me and god so for you it comes to the same thing um just two of you it's just you and just god there is no longer a third person to impress. Those who are around about you um, don't really know you very well and don't seem to even care. It is now you and God alone where you are. Um, Sometimes people come to tell me that, oh, they want to travel and go to America. Some of them, I tell them, if you go to America, you backslide. Because when you get there, there's no longer any church any pastor any shepherd who will keep his eye on you when that person when that control is removed you are likely to your 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 true self the the desires inside you will come out and the thing inside you will be visible one day i was in my church i was preaching from the pulpit when a taxi came to park at the back of the church to drop somebody and that taxi had his radio or uh, cassette player on playing music loudly it was quite loud so i could hear it faintly from the from the pulpit do you know what happened when the taxi parked there and the person in the taxi got down and began walking and i could hear the music faintly i saw the people at the back i said hey they, they are they are uh, uh, bumping their heads to the music from the taxi. I said, The taxi has struck a chord in their hearts. This is the music they like. Not the preaching I'm preaching. I'm boring them with their preaching. They were jamming their heads to the music from the taxi. You see, there's a person inside you. Who is that person? Who is that person? Recently, our prophet said that um, they should award Oscars and prizes to many many church members and not these film actors the film actors they will only act for one or two hours and then they go but people church members they can be acting for years they can be there in church with you pretending that they are believers pretending that they are correct pretending that they are doing the right thing for years and and all the while maybe you don't know what is in them so you see People are, 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 are capable of acting in the way you expect me to act. They are capable of behaving as you want me to behave. But in the underground church, there's no longer any meeting. There's no longer any gathering. So it brings out a, a, a very important, and this is my message for today. Because of the underground church where we are now the real you is being exposed and the real you who you really are what you really believe the you without deception is now coming out and it is time for us to address that person hallelujah one of the keys is that um, the heart of man jeremiah 17 the heart of man is deceitful above all things that is the heart our hearts are, are deceitful how many times have you not talked to somebody a, a young lady or even a young man have you seen that girl she's good you say oh i don't like it i don't like it she's not my type but after six months before you are you can see you see them walking together hand in hand on the road hey you said that girl is not your type but you see your heart can deceive you but gradually it will express itself and show who it is, Our hearts have the power to deceive us. Hallelujah. That is one of the major problems that we face as believers. Our hearts have the potential and the power to deceive us. This morning, as we discuss the underground church, I want us to look at the, the fact that our hearts, our hearts are able to deceive us. And and that that reality is what I want to address this morning. The heart deceiving himself. Um, Psalm thirty-six. Psalm thirty-six. And verse two. In their own eyes, they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. It means that people have said so many good things about themselves and made so many false claims that they are not able to see how bad they really are. Um, they, they are not able to admit their are, they are, wrong that is in them. I mean, they say that, I'm okay. Very often in church, we talk about those who don't do quiet time. And you see, when we talk about Christians who don't do quiet time, They are there in church, and we say, raise your hand. Those who didn't do quiet time, raise your hand so that we can address it and help you. The shocking thing is many don't raise their hand. They don't raise their hand. They just sit there, and they look at you, and they are smiling as if they have had quiet time that morning. But they are deceiving themselves, and they are not able to admit that they are the ones I'm talking to. One of the interesting things about church is that um, we support the church through our tithes and our offerings and we talk about it every Sunday our tithes and our offerings the amazing thing is there are still many many believers members of church who don't pay tithes and they are there as it is mentioned and they still sit happily comfortably while we are discussing the tithing and they are and they are and they, don't, they just they don't mind at all it, it, it is it is they are not able to see that they are the ones who are being discussed as as incorrect isaiah 44 and verse 20 um, the New Living Translation it says the poor deluded fool feeds on ashes he trusts something that can't help him he's trusting on an idol that can't help him listen to this yet he cannot bring himself to admit is not this thing I'm holding in my hand a lie I mean you 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 the, the the man what you are holding is a piece of wood that you carved you know that you went to see a malam a few days ago and you are wearing beads on your waist or something around your neck and you cannot say to yourself that here I am I'm in church serving god and yet on my body is a token of something that is ungodly and and, and unchristian and You don't have the ability to say that I am being dishonest that I come to church to serve God. And then I have also these other tokens of false gods and other religions. We are not able to see that what we are doing is wrong. You are not able to see that you, this man who has been in church for a while, a, a, a young lady is pregnant because of you and you cannot say that I have done wrong but rather I want to marry her we, we, we can't see the error and the, and the deception in us and you are not able to quickly admit that I am I'm the one who, is, who has done wrong you know if you have been in church for a while you see the, the way this is how the church should be when you come to church in your first year that is the year when you do all your bad things if you're going to make a girl pregnant it should be in the first year if you're going to get drunk it should be in the first year you are in church if you are going to be arrested at the police station as a thief it should happen in your first year of the church because that is the year when you are new in church and you are now changing so the first year when you're in church is the year when you can beat your wife and go to police station the two of you and will come and bail you it's in the first year when you are in church that will come and catch you drunk lying on a bench somewhere and it's okay the first year you are in church you can do all that thing you can be caught holding pornography in the first year of the church no problem you can we can even see you watching it on the phone during the service We are accepted in your first year in church because you have just come and you don't know anything but as the years go by as the years go by you should be changing as the years go by there should be no longer any hints of the old man around about you still as the second third fourth year of yours being in church you should become now a real believer a real christian no longer a hypocrite living two lives a dual life no longer a person who has a wife here and a little girl somewhere, no longer a person who sits in church, eats the food, has eaten the food for many, many months, but pays no tithe to support the work of the church. No, in the first year of church, we can accept you. I'm in mean, church, I don't pay tithes because my money is little. We can accept it because you are new. You don't know God deeply yet. But by the second, third, or fourth year, you should have rather matured now. And become a real believer you see the danger in the other church is because we are in a crowd people know how to pretend and so because there are two good Christians by you and you are there you just look at Christian a Christian B and then you just copy them and do what they are doing and you pretend as they are pretending it says amen they say I Nadu," now do you just say praise the lord praise the lord god bless you hallelujah praise you know what to say because you are copying them and so you do not become a proper deep christian as you should be and you spend years and years not learning the things of god but copying and just copying what other christians around you are doing and so they all come to church at 8 30 then you come at 8 40 but you have come and they all sit down and you sit down and they all give offering, then you find some one CDB, and then you just give it. I'm copying them, but you never become deep inside you a real believer. And what happens now is that in the underground church where you are by yourself, or the online church where now it is happening in the virtual world, and you are by yourself in your home, that's there's nobody to com- copy now. Your true nature begins to come. Then you find yourself not giving, not thinking, not behaving well as as you should. Hallelujah. So, what what causes this uh, 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 problem among Christians? What is it that makes us unable to change and become very good Christians, even after being in church? for years and years this morning two keys or two reasons why many people are in church for many years and they don't really change and they are still having large um, traits of the world inside them two reasons reason number one why and the underground church brings out all these things and makes it very very clear why it happens. Reason number one. People hear the word week after week, Sunday after Sunday but they do not try to do it. James chapter 1 verse 22. But be ye hearers of the word. Be ye doers of the word, sorry. And not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Be ye Doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves for if anyone be a hearer of the word and not a doer he's like a man who is beholding himself his natural face in a glass looks at it walks away and forgets what he saw many people are just hearers of the word they don't do it they don't do the thing at all you come to church we preach uh, bring a member to church. They don't do it. Give offering. They don't do it. Come for a prayer meeting. They don't do it. Read your Bible. They don't do it. Uh, 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 give give um, help, help your neighbour. Forgive forget. They don't do it. Don't quarrel. They don't do it. Give we we you see in church many things are said and many people come to church hear these things and they do not attempt to do it. just hear the words and walk away i mean even they even clap and applaud in church when you talk about today is an outreach sunday this week we're doing evangelism We are going on the street then they all clap yay we are going to meet at two o'clock on saturday morning to go to the area north south and we're going to break up in teams hey how many will come hey come sunday when you arrive you are disappointed only 20 people have turned up where are all the people who were clapping i remember a member of my church many many years ago um they announced his wedding when they announced the wedding the whole church stood up and shouted and 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 he was so happy and then he came to me that oh he wants to have his wedding in the main hall i said you know something um let's do it in the smaller hall that we have upstairs he said, "No, no, no. We should do it in the main hall because he knows that people will come." I said, "Look, people clapping means nothing." He says, "No, no, no. They will come. They will come." I said, "Okay, they will come. Believe it." On the day of the wedding, in this big hall that can seat a thousand, we were less than fifty. Less than fifty sitting. One, two, three, four, five, six. And I said, "Look, they are clapping and their chair means nothing." people hear things but they don't do it Ezekiel 33 and verse 31 and they come unto thee as the people cometh and they sit before thee as my people and they hear thy words but they will not do them they hear their words but They will not do them. For with their mouths, they show much love. But their hearts goeth after their covetousness. People hear things. They come to church. They've heard brilliant messages, But they don't do their things. But lo, thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear thy words, but they do them not. That's the biggest problem we have in many Christians. They hear every good advice, everything we say, but they don't do it. Don't do quiet time. Last night, fr- Friday night, Friday night, I was on my uh, my home studio and I was talking about prayer. What happens when you don't pray? And I, I tried to uh, 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 inspire people to pray, you have to pray at these times. if you don't pray, your life is left to to the enemy to guide and control, not even chance, not even chance. As for you, control your life it's not true because I look at where you are, you didn 't bring yourself there. Something brought you there, but even chance is not working for you because if it was chance, you'll have fifty percent chance of doing well percent chance of not doing well but your chance of right now where you are is very very low look we we try to encourage you to pray pray every day pray without season tuesday morning prayer time with the prophet friday morning prayer time with the prophet amazing times i mean this friday we pray till 10 o'clock fantastic i mean staring prayers about seeing with our eyes and seeing all the things people don't believe it people don't obey And, and you see you who are listening to me this morning i'm speaking to you right now and i've said several times go and try to evangelize go to your gate talk to people many heard those words but very few obey them that's the problem of many Christians you hear but don't obey you hear the things we say but you don't obey this morning I want to speak to you that's in the underground church where you are alone by yourself if you continue hearing and not obeying you will gradually find yourself drifting out of fellowship with God you keep hearing 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 all that we say but you don't obey the prophet talks about giving our offerings on um, online sending mobile money many people have mobile money they can give offerings but they listen to the message and they just keep their phone in their pockets hearing but not doing this is the great revelation of the underground church that people now begin to see you you must begin to see yourself this is this is me i'm the one being described and that is why the second the second point that i'm bringing this morning is is even more important the first point is that you hear but don't do that's very sad but very true this second point is even more important they are slow to repent when their sin is brought up they are very slow I mean people are able to pretend and smile and behave as if everything is okay but when they are finally confronted with their wrongdoing many still don't accept it many still just bluff their way and walk out many still don't even admit that i was wrong and admit that i'm the one who didn't give offering i'm the one who didn't pray this morning i'm the one who doesn't do quiet time i'm the one Who is still watching films unhealthy and holy films many still even when their sins are brought up it still it still doesn't change them it's amazing how god does his things this is uh, my yesterday's quiet time luke chapter 14 yesterday or the day before luke chapter 14 i'm reading from verse one and it came to pass as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath, that they watched him. Who? The Pharisees. And behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. The dropsy is a paralyzed arm which I think is withered or something. And Jesus answering, speak unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, is it lawful to heal on the sabbath and they held their peace and he took him and healed him and let him go so uh, jesus went to a, a pharisee's house there was a man there whose arm was either paralyzed or withered and then jesus asked them is the, you see in the law it says that we shall do no work on the sabbath it's a day of rest so even now on the Sabbath day many people don't do anything they don't cook don't put on lights don't do they don't anything called work is not allowed on the Sabbath and uh, if you remember I think Luke chapter 13 um another man who, he this uh, was in the synagogue on the Sabbath day in the synagogue and then a man came there and Jesus healed him and the pharisee said you should come on the there are 6 days in which you can work come and be healed on those six days don't come on the sabbath day come and be healed on any of the other six days that's when man is supposed to work but on the seventh day rest and do no work so Jesus asked them, you if you have an ass or an ox and it falls into a pit will you not straight away pull him out on the Sabbath day if your donkey your ass your goat Falls into a well on the Sabbath day he asked them would not you pull it out will you say uh, Mr. God wait tomorrow I'll come and deliver you and, and, and you see he was proving to them the hypocrisy of their the wrongness of their thinking and, and they could not answer him again to these things the Pharisees refused to admit that it's true you are right we should heal him but rather he just kept quiet and they were still arguing in their heads many people many people don't accept the fact that they are wrong many people don't uh, when we talk and we talk about those who are watching pornography and you are here you not see that hey god is talking to me i better stop my ways god is god has revealed some somebody comes to church and he says a man beat his wife this morning and you are that man instead of saying hey guilty as charged lord have mercy upon me they just sit there and smile and say oh what a bad man what a bad man and when you are faced with your sin instead of confessing to repent they rather bluff their way and just keep going if we say we have no sin we lie and the truth is not enough that's first john 1 8 and 9 we, but you see many people they just pretend as say oh it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing that is why you don't become a, a, a deep christian your foundation remains weak that is why even after years and years of being in church you are still not a deep christian you are still not a strong christian because all the changing that should have taken place in your life all these years has not taken place you have been in church for many many years but you have been you are no better off you are no improvement you are a little better than when you became a born again that is why you can still have all these sins still still uh, uh, pervading in your in your life what it means is this you begin to think that you are something that you are not Um, you'll say that oh I have been in church for five years oh I know things I've been around for quite a while you begin to say things that imply that you are a mature Christian whereas you are not you begin to try to imply things that oh I am I am now uh, moving on in the faith but you are not you are little better than a new convert christian Um, i keep on saying it's not how many years you have been in church that matters but how much you have been changed how much you have been transformed from within how much you have left behind the sins of the past to now walk with jesus in a new and a strong way Many many believers, you are a master at deceiving yourself. You are a master. You have you are a master at being able to say that I'm good. Um, you are a master at working with people and smiling. You have all the Christian jargon, and sometimes you can even quote one or two scriptures. You are a master at deception. You are a master at able to uh, imagine yourself to be something you are not. You hear things you have no intention of of obeying them this it's it's so sad I mean if listen listen to me if every Christian would obey who was home at this time you obey and just talk to one person every month just one person in your area and we have been home for two months now by now you have two new people by the time this ban on gathering is lifted and the church comes together we will not have at all room to to fit in i mean as the church comes together again it will be impossible there will be people outside waiting to come in because if every believer would just talk to one person not even a week not even a week one person a month every person will just talk to one person a month and lead him to christ when their band is lifted i tell you the church's gathering will be a glorious glorious gathering the church the devil will be so sad that he sent us home and so many people would hear the gospel clearly for the first time if only you would obey if only you would hear and do the thing i say and you see, we have given you many steps how to obey over the years. And, and as I'm saying right now, there's some here and don't do. Maybe you are the one. You are the one who has heard me say this thing several times. Preach to somebody in your area and tell him about Jesus. Maybe you are the one. And what happens is, instead of being struck in their hearts and being pierced in their heart, when Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, The people were cut to the heart. And they said, brethren, what must we do to be saved? Hey, what you are saying, is me. I'm I'm the one. What should I do? Instead of that response, they just stand there coolly and say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. All All praise to God. They just give you Christian jargon, Christian slogans that they are copying from other Christians. But they don't change and then they begin to think that they are something that they are not the beauty of the underground church what we are entering into now the online church the church where everything is operating in the virtual world where we don't meet people we don't meet at all we communicate like this for just a few minutes on on a tablet, on a a phone, on a laptop. We just communicate and I just speak my heart to you for a few minutes. Then we go our separate ways until Tuesday. So we have all Sunday afternoon, all Monday, and then Tuesday morning, the flu service, and we have no more interaction again. You are left to yourself. But um, people don't do what they hear. But this morning i want us to become the good foundation for the online church the church where nobody sees you but you are serving jesus with your whole heart the church where everything is remote everything is disconnected you are far away and i'm here and we don't meet there's no physical contact we are separated but we are still connected by our love for the Lord and we are obeying him with our whole heart. This morning, I want to invite everybody here who hears my voice to decide that I will be the true member of the underground church, a church where we truly believe nobody has to see, nobody has to supervise, nobody has to chase and harass and and, and follow up on you before you do the right thing. Nobody has to ask you whether you did the quiet time or whether you did um, prayer or whether you give offering. It's a church where it's between you and the master. A church where you are the one who is serving the Lord and you know deep in your heart I'm doing the best that I can. That has been my stand for many many years now. I I I I know in my heart that I'm doing my best jesus that's my stand I, I, the last person to lie to is yourself when you lie to yourself it's finished there's no longer any higher authority that's man in the mirror you must be able to tell him mr man in the mirror you are a bad man you don't pay tithe. you don't do well you don't pray that is the beginning of your salvation to be able to acknowledge quickly your sin when it is pointed out to you and then correct it correct it and do the right thing that is the great strength of the underground church that things are hidden in the ground but as you correct it you no know, everything is now done in groups no nobody nothing works in the big church again no applause no clapping no recognition no thanking you for singing a song nobody says well done Nobody comes to say that was beautiful. You are by yourself alone. That is the underground church alone. Alone watching on a screen. Alone in a house. Alone in an area no church member with you. Now show us who you are. A real Christian or a fake Christian. And this morning I want to reach out to every person out there. Every time we come together it's an opportunity to do the right thing every time I am allowed to preach like this it is my privilege to offer you the chance to do the right thing and this morning I want to offer that chance to you again if you are watching and you're not born again this is your chance to do the right thing a chance to align yourself with the Bible and all that God gives us as a revelation of how to live Our lives. I want us to, wherever you are, if you really want to, say, uh, uh, and then also to recognize that I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm going to heaven. Deep down, I want to go to heaven, but I'm not sure. Wherever you are, if that's you, the one I'm describing, I want you to just pray this prayer after me. I want you, yes, let's pray this prayer. It is these words that will transform you. Into a believer and bring you out of darkness into the kingdom of God the kingdom of his dear son and wherever you are just see these words after me dear Jesus thank you for this Sunday thank you for calling me I hear you calling me clearly I know I'm the one you are addressing. That is why this morning, Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you're the Son of God who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins. I believe you shed your blood to wash my sins away and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness forgive me Oh God for all my sins for all my wicked ways for all my wrong that I've done forgive me Oh God for every error I have done let your blood wash them away change my heart Oh God and give me a new heart one that will love you and serve you all my days prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in their book of life today i'm a new creation i am born again Jesus is my Lord my master my savior and my best friend thank you father for sending Jesus to save me father thank you so very very much for this great day of salvation that you have reached out your hand to touch many many people I pray that Lord your angels go out and touch them in their homes and the places where they are thank you so very much that new life is being uh, created this morning as new creations are being born and placed into your church thank you for all those who believed heard and believed this prayer let them be marked and sealed oh god according to your word let them be the same um, as we are sons of the most high god and thank you for a great salvation that has found them. Plant them, oh God, in a fellowship somewhere. Let them belong to a church. Keep them, keep them, keep them until the day when we can meet again. Thank you so very, 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 very much. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you pray this prayer, there will be a phone number. At the bottom of the screen, I want you to call that number and tell, tell us that you prayed their prayer and uh, you have given your life to Jesus. And from today, if you are a member or not, you have become a member of this church. This church now, yeah, on, as we are here on this Facebook page, will be here every Sunday, every Tuesday evening, and every Friday on this Facebook page. And I want you to keep coming, keep coming. Give us a call, but keep coming. Meet me here every Sunday and as we talk about Christianity, you you grow and mature more and more and um, decide to do the things you hear. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only and be quick to repent, quick to change when you see that you've made a mistake. When we have these qualities in us, we shall be the, the very, very good believers that God has for us. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that you were here this morning. I'm so glad that you know, you've listened to these words. They will change our lives forever. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama Behind the confidence-eating place, this is every Sunday at 9:30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.